Welcome to the She Illuminates Podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth in life and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast. So today we're going to get straight to the point. Um, In this season of life, I have come across this idea of stop undervaluing myself and operate in my purpose. And you may be wondering what I'm talking about, but let me just share a little backstory of how being an entrepreneur over the last, I would say, six years, I've been an entrepreneur. It has definitely been been a, a, a season of growth and learning from the aspect of learning who I am in Christ, this calling that he has on my life. But I come to realize that a lot of things that have held me back have been due to myself dealing with this idea of undervaluing who I am in Christ and what he's called me to be. And I must admit to you ladies that a lot of this has come from just comparing myself and my business to others, um, looking at, you know, not being enough, not having all the resources and the means to do the things that God has called me to do. But if I be real honest with you guys, a lot of this has just been many years of allowing doubt to keep me from really thinking that I can have a profitable business like God has called me to. And so when I started out on this journey, I asked God to allow me to use my gifts and my talents to glorify him, but also as a means to support my family financially. But you know, over the years, I personally have struggled a lot with the money mindset, um, my worth, my identity, and how to price my services in my business. And, you know, I have a big heart for serving and encouraging people. But along the way, I just found that I struggle with what is my true value? How how do I really own up to what God has called me to, to do? And it's really kind of slow tracked me for fully being obedient to what God has called me to be and my purpose. And so I'm so thankful that along this amazing journey that God has um, allowed me to be on, He has started to show me who I really am, my real worth in him. And I've learned that who I am in him and letting go of what my perceptions are about myself, about my business, and really leaning to who I am in him has allowed me to open up opportunities to really experience God in new ways, not only in my personal life, but also in my business. And so today, ladies, I want to encourage you for those who may be struggling with this idea of undervaluing yourself or allowing doubt to keep you from fully walking in your purpose, I really want us to have some honest conversation about what are those mindset things and struggles that keep us from fully walking in what God has called us to do. And so today I have my friend Brashana Miller on the call and she is a business strategist and a mentor. And we kind of talked about this topic um, a few weeks ago. I was on her webinar and she was just, talking about the subject matter of how we as Christian women, we are allowed to have profitable businesses. And we talked about some of the stumbling blocks. And one of the main things she brought up was how we undervalue ourselves. 
So I want to continue the conversation with her. And, and I pray that, you know, she has some nuggets and some tips that will help you to be encouraged in your faith walk. So, Brashana, welcome to the call. And please introduce yourself to the audience. Hey, hey. Thanks, Shamel. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. My name is Brashana Miller. She already mentioned I'm a business strategist and mentor for service-based businesses and entrepreneurs who are ready to finally stop playing small and up-level their business so that they can really start pursuing their purpose in the most profitable way, just being who they are, who God has called them to be, and doing exactly what it is that they love. Awesome. Yes. So, Brashana, let's dive into the subject matter, because here's the one thing that I've learned that a lot of the discussions that we have here on the podcast is centered around our mindset struggle. And for me, I feel like that's where the battle is with a lot of the things that we are dealing with in our spiritual walk is just looking at our perspectives and our mindset. So when we think of this idea of, OK, how do I really Stop undervaluing myself. What are some of those mindset struggles that you've seen with some of the ladies that you've worked with? And what are some tips and suggestions that you give them to help them overcome those areas? Okay, yeah, sure. That's a great question. And mindset is definitely where the battle is, as you said. And that is where it all starts uh, when it comes to up-leveling your business. And even when you're starting your business at any particular phase in your business, mindset has to always be forefront and center so that you can have a successful business, a sustainable business, a scalable business, uh, so that you can also have a business that has some sanity too, right? Because we don't want to like just be pulling our hair out and losing our mind trying to do this big thing that God has, has called us to do. So really, um, it, Gets, you have to get to that place um, where you recognize that God is truly calling you higher. <clears throat> That's basically what it was for me. And generally, when people start out in their business, of course, like they start out with small, you know, low prices and, you know, they kind of play it safe because it's new and they're trying to get validated and their core service or their product. And they just want to make sure that what they have is the right thing and it's what people want. And I get all of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the Bible tells us, you know, we shouldn't despise small beginnings. So it's still, um, it's definitely a, a smart thing to do, but the problem is we get stuck there and we believe that that is the place where, where we start is where we should always be. And that is just not the case but it really takes a lot of inner inner work. One is believing that you were made for more, right? We get to that place where we're just kind of okay. We're okay with how things are going in our business. If someone asks, well, hey, how's business going? Oh, it's going okay. We just have settled for being okay. And, you know, my question to women is, since when did it become just okay to just be so okay with where you are and with what it is that you're doing? When God has called us to be great, right? He says that, you know, I will make your name great before people. But we just have gotten to that place where we're just simply okay with everything being the way that it is. And the trick and the trap is, you make money in your business, and so you're happy with that. 
right? Because, you know, we think, well, it could be worse, and that's true. But I would say that just because you're making money in your business doesn't mean you have to be okay with the amount that you're making. And what I have found is that the problem where it really uh, works on our mindset and causes us to stay small is because as Christian women, we want to be grateful and we are, and we want to be appreciative and we, we believe in having a spirit of contentment, being humble and everything it is that we do. So it's like this battle of if I'm not okay, then I feel like I'm not being content and that's not the way I want to be. So then we just stay where we are. Does that make sense? So um, we can't just think that just because we desire more doesn't mean that um, you are not content from a holy perspective. You know, you can desire more. God says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll give it to us so we can still maintain a sense of contentment, recognizing that where we, we wouldn't be where we are in our business or in our life if it wasn't for God and understanding that he's the one that equips us and gives us the grace to, to lead in our business, you know, with heart and with the servant's heart and with the, with the spirit that we want to help make a difference in other people's life. But I think the beginning part of this whole inner work is about feeling like you're not going to be who you, who God has called you to be. If you begin to feel like you want more for yourself. Yes. And I can attest to that, Brishana, because when I first started my business, I was like, okay, God, this is strictly a faith-based business. You know what I mean? And I have this perception like, okay, well, people want to pay and invest in what I'm, you know, what I'm bringing to the table. And I struggle with that because I think I wrote an Instagram post where it says faith-based business doesn't equal free 99. You know what I mean? Because I think <laughs> there's some type of idea where people think, oh, well, you're giving encouragement and you're doing this and it's supposed to be free. And I totally get that because I'm definitely a woman who loves to empower and encourage. But I also feel that God has uniquely given me a skill set and a talent so that I can help mentor and help support other Christian creatives in a creative way that requires my time, my talents and effort. And so when I think of the value that God has gifted me this, and so I don't have to hide by, behind the shame that, oh, because it is faith-based or because it's this or that, that I can't really charge my worth and I really can't do that. And something that stood out to me in, um, in your webinar is that I ultimately have to know who I am in Christ. I first have to be able to recognize that I am enough and that God has gifted me and given me these talents and that he wants me to use them for his kingdom purpose. And part of that is the abundance and the blessing of being a profitable business. But like you said, we have to believe and, you know, not to not to get sidetracked that, oh, I could believe for others, but I can't believe for myself because I've dealt with that, too. You know, I see somebody else prospering their business. I'm like, oh, well, she can. I believe that's awesome for her. But then deep down inside, honestly, girl, we sometimes we don't believe it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we have to stop. We have to stop that. We have to recognize you know, who we are and our worth. Like we, if we don't recognize that, how will other people who 
who meet us, who want to work with us, how would they receive that if we don't know it for ourselves? Yeah, that is so true. And and like you said, it we have a tendency to believe in others more than ourselves. We see the vision for others bigger than we see our own vision. And we are willing to go the extra mile for others before we go the extra mile for ourselves. We're willing to push someone else to invest uh, in their business, but we won't make a simple investment in ourselves, in our growth, um, so that we can also achieve the vision and the desires that we have, you know? So you're, you're so right. We it, It's also having to believe in yourself and just recognize that um, your gifts are truly priceless. You know, there's no, really, there's no price tag we could put on what God has, has given us. So, um, you know, when it comes to that, it's like, no one could possibly pay the amount of what my gift is worth because I say it's it's it comes with the price, but it is priceless. You know what I mean? So um, we have to really believe in that and recognize that uh, what God placed inside of us was just not for us. And it was really to make an impact in his kingdom. The way I see it and what also kind of uh, helped me kind of do some uh, mindset work really is I have a lot of internal conversations with myself and, um, you know, I said, God, I want my business to make an impact like an earthquake. Like I want it to be on the Richter scale. You know what I mean? Um, I really want to create waves, you know, in this earth where, um, I'm going to be able to to propagate what it is that you've given me so that this message that I share with other women is going to spread and other women are going to be able to recognize that uh, what you have called them to is so much bigger. And there's nothing wrong with stepping into that. And, you know, for myself, I can say that, you know, I, I played on the, the, the small scale for a long time and, uh, on the sidelines for a long time and watching, watching other people be really successful. And it's like, Oh, that's so awesome. And I knew you could do it. You know and I'm like? I didn't, I wasn't called to be a cheerleader. <laughs> you know, yes, we motivate each other. We empower each other and we want to encourage one another. But like you said, as a faith based, as a faith based business, it's still a business. Even if it is faith based, it's still a business. And there is nothing wrong with wanting to pursue, you know, your profits, you know, whatever that would be, you know, whatever you would desire, but there's nothing wrong with, um, really going after that. As long as our heart is in the right place. And it's just this thing where money and the heart issue, it's, it is always the struggle because, you know, the, the love of money is the root of all evil yet, on the flip side, you know, God says that I give you the power to obtain wealth. So, you know, he has described, you know, two extreme, um, he's given us two extremes of what money can be in our life. It can be an abundant resource that we can use and be a good steward over to obtain wealth, which is totally okay. And I believe is our right. It's our inheritance, or it could be the root of evil. So money can play either side. It's just all in, you know, how's our heart? What is our heart posture when it comes to how are we going to um, interact with this resource 
that God has, has given to us. So if you choose to say, well, I want to, I want to use money as a, as a means to obtain wealth, then that means that, you know, you, there's a lot of things that have to change. And one of them is just your mindset around money, your, your thoughts, your story about money. You know, for myself, I, I didn't have always have a positive story or relationship with money at all. Matter of fact, it was like, it used to be something that just wreaked havoc in my life. Like I didn't want to pay bills because it just made my stomach ache. Like I just felt like I wanted to throw up, you know, because I just, it was just this thing that I had with, with money. And I really had to dig deep and begin to turn all of that around so that I could recognize that this is an abundant resource in my life. God has given it to us and I can use this as a means to obtain wealth and it's okay. And as a matter of fact, it's biblical and I'm not stepping outside of my purpose. I'm not um, dishonoring God or selling out just because I desire to have a highly profitable business. So true. And I think too, like you said, it's about checking our heart. And so we have to do the heart work because we have to check our motives. We got to check the reason, our why behind it. Because I feel like for me, I took some time to ask myself, why am I undervaluing myself? You know, especially when it comes to my business. And a lot of it comes from, I had to stop having this perspective of operating for a position of lack. You know, uh, we can't, um, we have to realize that we don't lack anything. If we trust in God and we seek him and his, his kingdom above all else, he's going to provide, you know, he's going to give us our abundance. And that's what he wants. We have to position ourselves to realize that he wants us to operate from the overflow, but he also wants to make sure we're ready and we're prepared for. It. And that's where the heart work comes because God is like, I can't give you $100 if you don't know what to do with $10, you know? And so along the process, ladies, we have to realize is that we have to do the work, the process of doing the, the heart check and the work, because, you know, a lot of times I'm like, God, why am I'm not here or making X? And then I have to step back and say, it's not my time because God is doing some work in me to prepare me. And so I had to really own up to, you know, checking my heart and really being realistic. Okay, God, I want to operate in my purpose, but is my purpose pointing back to you? Is everything that I'm seeking and want to delight in, is it pointing back to you? Is it going to give you glory? And so I had to start doing that mindset work when it comes to the money part of saying, okay, God, if you overflow in my resources, how would I utilize that? You know, will I be a good steward? What are my plans? Like I've been preparing for the overflow. And I think that's what we have to position ourselves from going from a posture of lack to positioning ourselves of the overflow. And a lot of that goes back to the mindset. You have to believe that you are worth more. You have to believe that you're enough, that you are worthy of all the blessings and all the abundance that God has for you. And so when you're operating from that positive space, then God has somebody that he can do something with and he knows that his child is ready for it. So, go ahead, Bishon. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's, it's a prep, it's, you have to prepare and it's a mental thing because yeah, we don't want anything that we're not prepared for. And I don't believe God will um, do that to us. You know, he's not, I don't think he will put us in a position where he doesn't put us in a position to self-sabotage. You know, we do that 
to ourselves. But yes, we have to mentally prepare for what it is that we want um, in our life and in our business. So when it comes to like up-leveling your business, scaling your business, I, I see it holistically. It's not just your business. It's also your life because this is, this is, it's like a life changing event, you know, uh, when you begin to do that because your mindset, it, it totally shifts like crazy. You know, that's what it did for me. I mean, there's like so many different mindset shifts that take place and you find that you're more open um, to um, taking smart risks in your business and really just um, stepping into what it is, stepping into your power, really sharing your message in a more unapologetic way because we have a voice and it needs to be heard. And when we step outside of ourselves and recognize that when we don't share the gifts, when we don't offer our services, when we are not letting people know what we were placed here to do, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. We're doing the people on the other side who need us a disservice. And that, so my problem had been with that is we say, oh, we want to serve, we want to serve, but yet we're afraid to sell. We're afraid to share our message. We're afraid to do all of these things, but we say we want to serve. Well, it's not serving if you're not sharing, right? So it's a lot of different mindset shifts that have to take place so that you can get to that place in your business where you recognize just how much, um, you know, and you, I don't say you personally, but you know, when you are undervaluing yourself, but it takes your mind elevating first before you can even see, um, what was going on mentally. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there has to be, there has to be a mental elevation first before anything else happens. And once that is triggered, then everything else kind of starts to happen. Like it has a domino effect, you know, in your life and in your business. I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty radical for me just I, I just had like this day where I think God was just like shaking my entire world in a matter of, of 15, like I had an internal earthquake, you know? And, um, I, I mean, like it was, I don't, I don't even think we have enough time on this podcast to really, to really go through it, but I did share about it on one of my live streams. Um, it's just as far as how, um, it was time for me to go up. And I just happened to be standing at an elevator when God just was downloading this, all, all of this stuff into my spirit. And it was just like blowing my mind, you know? So for me, it was definitely a mental elevation. And I think that is where it begins so that if our minds can get there first, then everything else will, will follow, you know? And that's what makes it, uh, it makes it a lot easier. It's not that there won't be any challenges along the way. But you definitely have to see yourself there and believe that you can be there and almost start to, you know, you kind of restructure your business and even do some things differently in your life such that when you are going day to day, that your activities start to change, how you operate in your business start to change, the type of clients that you want to attract to your business, of course, that starts to change your content. Everything begins to change because it starts in the mind. So when you're sharing your message through your content, your blog posts, your podcasts, your live streams, or 
or what you know whatever medium you use to to communicate to your audience the type of products that you're putting out or the products that you're no longer putting out or the type of services that you are starting to share uh, with your with your with your community and even the boundaries that you begin to build in your business and also around you as a person as a CEO all of those things begin to to uh, shift you know in your life and so one of the things that um, I can honestly say that it, it was always my desire even when I started out it was always my desire to um, have a business. I always had the seed of entrepreneurship in, in me. And um, I always saw myself, even as a child, I saw myself as this, like, um, someone who was very successful and was financially, um, had a lot of financial success. And, you know, money was just not really an, an issue when it came to anything. And I always had that, that dream in my mind. Of course, when I was young, I didn't know how, how it was going to happen. I was doing, you know, little things along the way. But I always had that that desire inside of me. And uh, somewhere along the way, I lost it because I, I, I couldn't see my own dream. And when you can't see your own dream anymore, then, you, you know, it's like you've, you've lost. That is when you are operating from a place of lack and a place of, of scarcity and inferiority and comparisonism and, and all of the things that, that really peck away at our confidence and makes us feel like we're not adequate enough. We're not experienced enough. We're not, we're not popular enough. You know, we don't have a, um, a, we just, it's all of not enough hashtag, just not enough, you know? And, um, I, I wasn't able to see my dream for a while that, that colorful vision that I had, had turned dark. It turned black. It was like the light had been sucked out of it. And I was just kind of like working in my business, but not really happy. Um, was feeling very discontent, dissatisfied, you know, all of the things. And, um, you know, it was just, it was hard for me. And I, I stay, I stayed in it and I persisted through it all. But, um, God got me to that place where the light slowly, began to turn on again. And, um, and then when it finally did begin to shine bright, then that's when I knew like, okay, I was going through this phase that I, I, I really couldn't understand. And that was, I believe God was just really, um, re realigning my vision to uh, what he had for me, because at first I was just like doing my own thing and, Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, have this service, that service and sell it for a couple of dollars or whatever. And, and like I said, that, that dream that I had a long time ago had just went dark. So he ignited me, he quickened me and helped me to realize that is not, that is like the conversation we had some time ago, like, that's not the table I have for you. That's not the table that I want you to be feasting and dining at. That's not for you. It's time for you to get up and it's time for you to sit at a different table. And, you know, that, that's how it, how it started, you know, for me. And then the scripture that came back to my remembrance, and it was something that my dad told me, I don't know, it was years ago. He's, he's you know, a wonderful man of, of wisdom. And, uh, and this was before I was even in business, but it stuck with me because that, 
that entrepreneurial seed was in me. So when he spoke it, it watered that seed and it just kind of, you know, I guess little small sprouts along the way. It was Proverbs uh, chapter 13, verse 12. And it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. And basically that came back to me as a, as a remembrance of, I felt I was feeling sick in my business, not physically, but like mentally, emotionally, you know, all of the, the, the energy that we put into our business. And I was just beginning to feel sick of it. You understand? I was sick of it. And, um, but as the scripture said, when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. So that vision, that dream that had seemed dark and I, I couldn't see into it anymore. It just was like this black hole. What am I doing? You know, I have purpose and where is this going? And, and all of these things, when that light finally came on, it was like a tree of life for me. And I could finally see myself in that scripture as far as what it feels like when you finally are able to embrace, experience a desire that I had for years, finally come to life. I was like, I know, now I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like when um, hope has been deferred, but I also know now what it feels like to have a desire finally come back to life. So um, I just wanted to share that, you know, to encourage somebody if they ever felt that way uh, when it came to being in their business and maybe feeling like, you know, it's not working or questioning their purpose or their gifts or, or anything, you know, that God has called them to do and wondering, you know, should I stay with it? Should I, should I remain steadfast? Should I um, continue to, to walk in this calling that God has, has placed on me um or even more so did i make a mistake did i get the voice of god wrong am i just operating out of self um and and trying to do it my way versus allowing god to lead me because i know those questions you know it comes up for so many of us whether we admit it or not and i just want to encourage you know the women who are listening to this podcast that if you have God knows your desire and he knows what it is that you, you hope for. And so one, we have to have faith because it's, it's the evidence of things hoped for. Um, am I getting it wrong? It's the, it's the substance of things. I'm sorry. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. But sometimes the substance of what we hope for seems to be deferred. As it says in Proverbs, sometimes it feels deferred. And when we are in a phase of deference, then we think, well, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe I need to give up or maybe I just should, you know, keep doing what I'm doing and just leave it at that. Like, you know, all of these things that keep us uh, stuck where we are and not believing bigger for ourselves. So, you know, if any of you have ever felt that way, God wants to bring life back into your hope. He wants to bring life back into your dream. It's okay. You know, we've all been there, but we don't have to, we don't have to stay there. And our God is so big. And 
uh, the last thing, because I'm sorry, I'm probably giving you a very long-winded answer, is a, a quote. I don't say it's a quote, but it was something that someone spoke to me that I, I want to share. Is that, you know, as it says that um, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. And someone spoke into my life and said, if you can think it, then God can transcend it. He was like, if you can just simply think it, God can take it and transcend it into something that you will not believe. And I was just like, wow, you know, cause I got a lot of thoughts, <laughs> you know? And so, um, yeah. So I just wanted to encourage the women if they've ever felt like that, that, um, God can put life back into your dream. And if you will continue to believe it and think it, then he can definitely transcend it. So good, Brashana. And it goes back to the fact that we just have to have mustard seed faith. Like you said, you know, if we can think it, God, God can do it. And I want to remind ladies that delay doesn't mean denial. You know, sometimes the process of getting to, to the blessing can be very very lengthy sometimes and sometimes it's overwhelming and we just feel like we want to give up and it's in those moments when we start to question our purpose we start to question or devalue ourselves or we start that whole comparison or doubt that's because that's what the enemy wants to do is in our way that he wants to uh, want us to be caught up in the lies and the deceit and so he keeps us in that place then guess what we are not going to fully walk in our purpose but that's when we have to dig our heels in and we have to focus on God. We have to believe and activate our faith, ladies. And you know what? One of the other takeaways I want to share with you is that we have to be okay with having time to realign because sometimes God takes us through certain seasons to draw near to us so that he can realign us with his purpose and his plans. And I have experienced that several times in my personal life and business that God has called me to draw near to him, to get quiet, to be still, so that he can download into me exactly what he wants me to do. And honestly, Brashana, it is in those times when I, I'm obedient to his word, I receive more peace. I'm, I receive more joy knowing the fact that I'm restructuring or relining my life and my business because I know that what God brings to me is exactly what he wants me to be. So I know he's going to send the ideal clients. He's going to send the women he wants me to mentor. He's going to open up opportunities for me to help other business owners. But you know what? I have faith knowing that whenever that opportunity comes and is sent by God, it is exactly where I need to be. And so I've challenged myself to tell myself every day that if it's outside the will of God, I don't want it. You know, I think that's part of the process of working in our purpose is that sometimes our purpose may not look exactly how we see it, but that's where we have to we have to carve out time to be in the presence of God so that he can start downloading in love in us his will for our lives. And then that's where we have to put our feet right in front of one another and just faithfully Walk in who he's called us to be. Know who, who we are in him. Know that he's called us to hire. He's called us to be like eagles, to soar. You know, he didn't call us to just sit around, be mediocre, but he wants us to soar. But part of that, as Christian women, we have to realize that it's a process, it's a journey, and that sometimes we have to stay faithful. We have to believe and just simply show up. Show up for God and allow God to, um, to plant the seeds, we, we get the vision, and then day by day, we take steps of faith. 
daily steps of faith as he gives us instructions we follow those instructions and the more we are obedient the more we submit he gives us more instructions so um Bashana, i have enjoyed this conversation and i pray like you said that some woman that's listening maybe she needs to be encouraged that you know it's not over that you know this is just the beginning of her story and that everything that god has given her a glimpse of it shall come to pass the word of god says it shall not return void and so we hope that today's message that you feel encouraged to know that it's okay that the process may not always look easy but god has not called you to devalue yourself but to know that you are enough and that he's going to equip you for everything that you have but it's just taking time to be refreshed in his word to get time to process what the gifts that he's downloaded into you and how you can actually execute them daily and sometimes they're just small steps of faith but the more you take those steps of faith the more clarity you receive and the more direction and so brashana before we go could you please share with the ladies how they can connect with you and maybe a little bit about your mentoring program because i know that some woman somewhere may be blessed by your gifts and your talent sure so i can be found my website of course is uh, simply brashanamiller.com and then my facebook handle for my business page is i am Roshana miller and instagram my other favorite hangout spot is Roshana miller as well so i make it easy for you to to find me and a little bit about my mentorship program is the purpose and profit mentorship program it's a three-month private premium mentorship program where i work with service-based business owners who are ready to finally up-level their business and create a premium experience so that they can really start um, pursuing those profits that they have been desiring for so long. So basically it's based on a four-part framework that I find found has been extremely helpful for me and my business. And it's just been different things that I've helped other women in along the way. And so I've packaged this up and we work on four things from uh, mindset, your vision, uh, clarity, as well as your, your key differentiating factor. And we look at all of those things. It's a very holistic program where we look at all of those things and do some serious deep dives um, where we kind of, you know, go wider as well. We go deep first and then we go wide and really find out, you know, how we can help you create that irresistible premium client experience so that it's something that you can easily sell with confidence and be able to really start attracting those clients that you know that you were called to serve on a very high and, and deep level. So I'm really passionate and excited about this program because as the name implies, is it's the purpose and profit mentorship program because um, this is about women of purpose. This is about women of faith and really doing what they know and what they love and being who God has called them to be and leveraging that so that they can have a very profitable business. So you can find all of that there, of course, on my, my website as well. And I'm always open to any private messages if anyone uh, wants to reach out and, and learn more about it. Thanks again, Brashana. And ladies, thank you so much for joining us today on our call. It's my prayer that you've been encouraged and inspired to keep taking steps of faith, to keep embracing exactly who you are on your journey. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep shining God's truth and light. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? 
visit my website, shamelevans.com, where you can learn more about She Illuminates Resource Library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends, and I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.